Good morning. Stick again with uh, works of the Holy Spirit and the life of Dick and Becky. Uh, this time I want to share a uh, about a uh, a man who came to uh, Church in the Valley. He was a student at Eastern Mennonite Seminary. He was older though. He was. He was uh, in his late 30s, 40s, maybe even. And uh, he came to church some. And then he, he uh, after one of the services, he said, I wonder if I could get with you and uh, kind of share a testimony. I said, sure, I'd love to hear it. <clears throat> so he came and he told me that uh, he was raised in, uh, in the South, and he was raised hating black people. He just hated them. Uh, he, I won't go into all the things he said, but uh, he was, he just despised black people. And he got part of a group in Mississippi and they, I think he was actually part of the group that bombed that church. I don't know if he was actually <clears throat> ones who set the bombs, but he knew of it. And he was part of a group that was bombing black people. Uh, and he, <clears throat> he had planned to go and... <clears throat> um, bomb a home of a black minister. And somehow, the FBI heard that he was coming. And they wanted to catch him in the act, of course, before he did it, but <clears throat> not just arrest him because on uh, suspicion of wanting to do it. And anyway, um, they, had, they had gone to the black pastor's home and hid out and when he came they jumped up to arrest him <clears throat> he had the bomb with him but he had a gun and uh, when he pulled the gun they started shooting him <clears throat> and he was shot 17 times um and he was laying on the ground. He said he, 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 but he was still alive. And they gathered around him. And one of the guys said, let's shoot him. It'll save the state a lot of money. And the FBI guy in charge, <clears throat> thank God they had good FBI people then. Um, I guess we still do. Just some of them aren't good. <clears throat> Uh, the guy in charge said, we can't do that. So they called an ambulance, took him to the hospital. <clears throat> he had, I don't know how many operations. And when I knew him, uh, one arm barely worked, and he walked with a terrible limp. And he had a bad scar on his face, neck. <clears throat> um... But anyway, they, uh, 
he he was he recovered and was sentenced to uh, prison of course attempted bombing they couldn't prove he ever did it although and he i think he was so embarrassed he didn't want to tell me he did <clears throat> but he indicated to me that he had actually been a part of killing people so he goes to jail prison uh, and he told me he said I, I just hated black people he said I had I that could it was no basis for it um, other than I felt like they were just inferior and he said while I was in prison <clears throat> um, he was given a Bible and as he began to read it he was converted. His whole life changed. <clears throat> and he said it it started gradually and it just built to a wonderful climax with the Lord just <clears throat> and he said when he when it when he finally came out of darkness into light <clears throat> it was like he couldn't believe that that had been him. Um, in Matthew uh, 4.19, uh, I think quoting from Isaiah, and for Isaiah 42 said, the people in darkness have seen a great light. <clears throat> um, it just, uh, <laughs> it's, it's amazing how the Lord transforms your life. Well, let me tell you the rest of the story, and I'm going to go back and read a few scriptures. <clears throat> so, when he finally got out of prison, uh, I'm not sure how, but he ended up at Eastern Mennonite Seminary. And uh, while he was at Eastern Mennonite Seminary, uh, he was, people were asked, different churches were asking him to come and speak. <clears throat> and uh, he was speaking at a church over in West Virginia near Clarksburg. And uh, he gave his testimony that night. And uh, afterwards, a man came up to him and said, uh, you won't remember me, but I was the FBI agent who said we couldn't kill you. I'd heard that you were going to speak, and I thought, there is no way this man could really be changed. So I came just to see, <clears throat> and sure enough, you're a different person. He was so thankful that he had not killed him, <clears throat> because now this guy was going around speaking and helping people both to understand um, the great mercies and forgiveness of God as well as uh, to how a terrible person can be converted. <clears throat> the power of God to change a life. <clears throat> in, uh, in Luke chapter 1, uh, where Zechariah was prophesying about what John the Baptist would do. And he said, You child will be called the prophet of the Most High, 
for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people and the forgiveness of their sins. And it's because of the tender mercies of our God, whereby the day spring shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Uh, that's exactly what God did with this man. <clears throat> and Ephesians 5, 8 says, For at one time you were in darkness, but now you are the light of the Lord. And first, uh, and not first, but <clears throat> Colossians 1, 13, he said, He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transformed us into the kingdom of his dear son. And in First Peter chapter 2, uh, 9 and 10, you're probably familiar with this one. <clears throat> you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you've received mercy. <clears throat> Do you think saving this guy was merciful from my God? Of course. But I think part of the, what, I, what I got from that when I listened to him talk, <clears throat> he was awful. Can you imagine blowing up people just because you hate them? <clears throat> Uh, he was really bad, but I was bad too. I didn't do those kind of things. Um, but we all sinned and fell short of the glory of God. You know, uh, some of the hardest people I had to work with in, uh, in helping them come to know the love of Christ were people who were pretty good in their life. They didn't do really bad things. They didn't, um, you know, they look back, they didn't sass their mother, they didn't get drunk, they didn't take drugs, they didn't do sex before marriage, they didn't do anything they thought that bad people did. Certainly not blowing up people. But the truth is, they were just as bad. And a lot of those almost had the idea like they would do God a favor to come and be in his kingdom. <clears throat> and they, those people had a hard time receiving the love of Christ. Jesus once said, um, you know, who, who really, who would love the most? The one who sinned the most? Because they realized how much they'd been forgiven. So if you don't, if we don't, who, us who don't do those kind of things that he did. But if we don't realize how terrible we were, we don't know how to fully appreciate what he did for us. He delivered us out of darkness. If you, uh, I used to use the illustration to at least help me. A guy like that, <clears throat> for instance, would be so low 
And because I was a little better, I was a little taller. But if God is like infinite out in space, if I was a couple inches taller, I wouldn't be that much closer to him, comparatively. That's kind of a dumb illustration, but we have, we, if we don't understand that we were just as bad, just as evil in our own way, that we don't know how to appreciate what great mercies and, and grace that the Lord extended to us. You don't have to go back and go through all your negative stuff, but just realize that God loved you and did a wonderful work. You were bound, we were bound for hell. Uh, we were just as bad as this man, only we didn't do the exact things he did. But God brought him out of darkness into his marvelous light. He did that for you and me. Today is the day that the Lord has made. We'll rejoice in it. And part of our rejoicing is that he chose to bring us into light and make us one of his people, his children, whom he loves dearly. Like Teresa said a long time ago, God is dumb that he loves us. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye.